the original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. All right, we're going to go way, way, way back. Where's intros? Here we go. Way back. Here we go. recurring charge on my monthly statement and I can't figure out what it's for. Well, we'll certainly do our best to help you. What does the charge say in your statement? Well, it's a $275 charge and it just says Iraq War. Yes, ma'am, that is correct. The Iraq War cost the average American family over $16,000 since the war started. Are you kidding? Well, I never signed up for that. I'm sorry, ma'am. You don't sign up for the Iraq War charge. Tell me have you enjoyed your war so far. It's a standard charge for all Americans. Have you gotten a picture of who they are? Oh, that doesn't make any sense. It's a man in a cave, knocked down the tower. While you're still in line, can I interest you in our new monthly parade war? No, you are you don't. gonna behave or lay next to flowers? Thanks for calling the United States. Original Red Pill Show. And now, here's your host and creator for Lure Alternative Media via podcast. I made this, by the way, a garage band.
All right, kids, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is Thursday, May 26, 2022. The show is for entertainment, educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. The show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network for now. The news circumstances whatsoever. Hitting it. See if I go out of my memorization, I fuck up. So what? Okay, so this show is copyrighted by Freedom Revolution Network, and me. No parts of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. Without our written consent, or you can just ask. Finally, the show is opinionated. The host, especially. Me, callers, guests, people that are naughty in the chat room. Speaking of that, so did you guys, do you guys follow the show? Happy Camper popped in and out. And ETYPX New, whatever. Did you get a notification that the show started? Because Podbean is starting to piss me off. And I just may go to Spreaker alone. But I want to give Podbean a fair shot. So, because last night when I did the show, people are like, oh, I didn't get a notification. Hmm. Why is that? Anyway, this show is copyrighted by Freedom Revolution in me. No, under no circumstances whatsoever. Oh, shit. I fucked it all up. Hang on. Show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution. No part of the show can be, be reused, rebroadcasted, or any way, shape, or form without our written consent. You could just ask. Finally, this show is opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken as advice? If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a licensed and required person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No, that's his name. Broadcasting live from the wonderful town of loveland before it goes to hell in a handbasket it's like all these democratic states but we're not going to go there because that's misinformation it's misinformation need input no you're wrong really broadcasting live from the wonderful state state of colorado what's going on man well, I'll tell you what's going on. And I am not happy. First of all, I just got back from the pool. Now, that's not really a big deal. If you live in Florida or any warm weather climate. But here in Colorado, where it was 85, then it was snowing. And then it's 85 again. 
My ass is at the pool. What's up, guys? Could we have a little interaction? Did you get did you guys get notified that the show was on? GP Man 45. Can you please just type yes or no? Because like I said, I did a show last night and people weren't getting notified that I was on. So you did get notified. Thank you. Okay, then I'm going to give Podbean another shot because I'm sick of this shit. And I don't know what's going on with anything. Now, I have not been on. I will take full accountability and responsibility for that because there's been just a lot of crap going on with me, which I shared on the show yesterday. So if you missed it, go ahead and listen to it. But uh, that is my excuses and what I'm going through, quite honestly, personally. And I also, as I am now, I am broadcasting simultaneously on Freedom Revolution Network, which half of the platforms like YouTube and Whatever else, I mean, I, I don't set that up. That's administrative and management above my pay grade, which is actually zero. But I don't set this stuff up. And I guess, here we go. I guess YouTube, we have two strikes. <gasps> Oh my God, two strikes. We have two strikes. All because the owner of the network, Scarlet Anonymous, was like, it had to be because you brought up, here we go, here comes the algorithms, here comes AI, which is going to be our all of our demise, by the way. 2,000 mules. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. Misinformation. Need input. No disassemble. Hmm. You got to be a fan of uh, Johnny Five there on that one. So it appears that when I'm sharing my personal life and I shared, I went and saw, uh-oh, watch out, here we go, 2,000 mules, and you should go see it to make up your own mind. Oh, that's misinformation. Oh, it is, huh? Okay. Here, let me give you some fucking examples. Am I okay? Yeah, why? What's up? Why are you asking me that? Dude, I'm just going through some shit. I assume you're a dude. I'm just going through some crap. And um, we're all told to go get professional psychological help. And I have. I have been doing that for a very long time. A long time. 
But I think there's a point where you just can't keep going to therapy. And let's face it, COVID really fucked everything up. And I was going to therapy when I was here and then COVID hit. Then I went to Florida so I could work, God forbid, and get a paycheck and haven't gotten a dime from the government. And any type of uh, stimulus checks or whatever you want to call them, bailouts, relief, whatever. And then I came back here and I told myself that when I came back here, I was going to go back into therapy. I, t- I talked about all this last night. And I asked for a counselor that was an expert in dealing with grief because I've lost everything, everything, my pets, my business, my family, everything, everything. Kind of like what's going to happen to a lot of us here real fucking quick. And she goes, okay, start from the beginning from when you can recall any type of memories. And that was five. So I went through all that crap and I'm explaining to her in two sessions, everything up until the point where I started my business with my wife at the time and partner, business partner. And it just keeps, it's like, why? Cause my intentions are this. I want to get along with everybody. I want to be a good human. Okay. Including my ex-wife. And there's a lot of repair that's got to be done with my daughter. Cause she sided with my wife in the divorce. My son stayed neutral, but my ultimate long-term goal was for me, my ex-wife and my kids to be in the same room together and get along. And that was before I went back into therapy because I said, okay, this is what I want to do. And everybody was in agreement to do it. So I started going to this counselor therapist for two sessions and I'm like, why, why am I trying to repair a bridge that's been burnt with my ex-wife. I, I just don't see it. But I'm trying to rise above and forgive and be a good human in that. And and the woman literally destroyed me and she said she was going to. And she did. Why in God's name would I want to do that? So I'm torn between that. Because, I mean... I just want everybody to get along, but I just don't think it's possible. So it's like I'm torn in between that and I'm reliving all this crap that happened by therapy. And I just don't really think it's a good idea. I just don't. It's me because it ain't doing me a bit of good except taking me down memory lane that I don't want to go down. So that's, wrong with me okay on top of now that's me on top of us and i talked about this yesterday us about us all of us mankind 
and all the shit that we're going through and we're being lied to and misinformation and disinformation and all this kind of crap here. So, so anyway, I can only broadcast on Freedom Revolution Network through StreamYard, which there's nobody there listening. All you are listening to Podbean. But StreamYard is being censored. And the owner of the network said, we got two strikes against us with YouTube because of misinformation because of this show from my show last night. Which all I did for an hour and a half is share my personal crap, including seeing the movie 2000 Mules. Now, how that is misinformation beats a shit out of me. So she told me, and she's like, you know, this is getting really bad. And she wasn't upset with me by any stretch of the imagination. It's just that I made a prediction last night, too, that if you're going to want to listen to this show or any other show, you could say goodbye to streaming. You could mark my words on that. The only way you're going to be listening to something like this is through downloadable, old school, dare I say, iTunes, iPod, and you pick what you want to download onto your gizmo and listen to it. Unedited, unscripted, downloaded and listen to it. It's into its entirety because that's the only way you're going to bypass all these bots and AI and also other horseshit with misinformation. So I, I did a little homework and not much, and this is total sarcasm and me being an asshole, but you want to hear, you want to hear some misinformation here. Here's one right here. Listen to this. If my stuff would work, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. (laughs) You're gonna, oh, you just ruined it, sweetheart. Hang on a minute. This is off of Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Let me make sure everything is good. I have everything plugged in. That's another thing. Nothing ever works anymore. Let's try this. This is misinformation. Okay. Oh, my God. Because they hit the G-spot better. Okay, here we go. She's going to... Listen to this. I say small dicks for the win. Because... They hit the G-spot better. Everybody says the bigger the dick is better, right? Yeah. I say small dicks for the win Why? because they hit the G-spot better. Okay. Okay. So is that misinformation or is that true? I could really give a shit because I'm not a woman, but that's not what I've heard. So that should be misinformation, right? Total sarcasm, be, me being a total prick. Okay. All right. Here's another one. Here's another one. Total misinformation. Ready? I think of you as somebody who so lucidly explained policies and programs in recent months and made a real concerted effort to explain them to to the American public as a whole. Um, I wonder about this term and what you would say to people who don't know it definitionally, don't know what it means, and see prices going up and uh, wonder how long they're going to have to wait. So just some broader definition from you. I'd like to hear just about what it means or how you understand it. And um, and quickly as well, you've, you've talked about vaccines a bit, and your colleague in Minneapolis has 
placed a mandate on vaccinating employees coming back to that Federal Reserve Bank. And I wonder if that's something that you would like to see or expect to see system-wide going forward. The, the concept of transitory is really this. It is that uh, the increases will happen. We're not saying they will reverse. That's not what transitory means. It means that the increases in prices will happen. So there will be inflation, but that the process of inflation uh, will stop so that so that there won't be further. When we think of inflation, we really think of inflation going up year upon year upon year upon year. That's inflation. When you have inflation for 12 months or whatever it may be, I'm just taking an example and not making an estimate, then, then you have a price increase, but you don't have an inflation process. And so part of that just is that if it doesn't affect longer term inflation expectations, then it's very not to infect uh, to to affect the process of inflation going forward. So what what I mean by transitory is just something that doesn't leave a permanent mark on the inflation process. Misinformation. I mean, I don't mean that 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 you know producers are going to take those price increases back. That's that's not the idea. It's just that they won't go on indefinitely. So to the extent Bullshit. people are, are are implementing price increases because raw materials are going up or labor costs or something's going up. Um, you know, the question really for inflation really is, does that mean they're going to go up the next year by the same amount? So you're going to be in a process where inflation, the inflation process gets going. And, and that happens because people's expectations about future uh, inflation move, move up. And we don't think that's happening. There's no evidence that it's happening. All the evidence is that it's not happening. But nonetheless, we have to watch this very carefully because this is you know, uh, we have two mandates, maximum employment and price stability. Price stability for us means inflation averaging 2% over time. And so we've got to be very careful about that. But but I. I, I All right. So that is misinformation. That is horseshit. You want to hear more? Here. You want to hear more? People dropping out. That's fine. I don't really care. Because. This is information, and you all don't want to hear it. More misinformation. Here, here's more right here. La, 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 la. If he would quit popping all this crap up. None of this is scripted. None of it's queued up. Where is it? Band video. It's probably it. Here's more misinformation. Are you ready? Off of Infowars.com. Here we go. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name... Are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in God's name we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done? Now is the time, like literally right now. What are we doing? Enough is enough. 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 Why are you here? I'm incredibly sad and it is very hard to think about this. Um. <clears throat> we have to act. To nickel and dime this, I don't know if that's going to do it. I think that we need some really drastic action here. And don't tell me 
we can't have an impact on this carnage. Who will say on this network or any other network in the next few days, it's time to repeal the Second Amendment? Hmm. Oh, you can't say that. Well, why not? No, because it why shouldn't not? be infringed, asshole. Why are we willing to live with this carnage? Why do we keep letting this happen? Where in God's name is our backbone? But I'm here on this floor to beg, to literally get down on my hands and knees and beg my colleagues. If I could have gotten 51 votes in the Senate of the United States for an outright ban, picking up every one of them, Mr. and Mrs. America, turn them all in, I would have done it. We have to have the courage to take action. We have introduced an assault weapons ban. I'm talking about a ban on assault rifles. And understand the nexus between what makes for reasonable and sensible public policy. Find a path forward here. Work with us to find a way to pass laws that make this less likely. Look, I support all gun control legislation, not sensible gun control. We don't need the sensible stuff. We need the hardcore stuff that's going to protect ourselves and our children. Did you want a solution? Stop selling AR-15s in the state of Texas. You want a solution? Yes, uh, I don't want you to have an AR-15 or an AK-47. Hell yes, we're gonna take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not gonna allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. It'll happen again next week. There's no way to stop yeah. next week's mass murder. Now is the time to stop the next shooting. You're going to take care of the gun problem with me. It's time for those who obstruct or delay or block the common sense gun laws. We need to let you know that we will not forget. I do have thoughts and prayers, and those thoughts and prayers are to remove as many Republicans as, as many people who support this evil policy uh, this coming November. I'm tired of hearing people, all they have to offer is thoughts and prayers. It's not enough to simply have a, a catchy ad on a Monday and then only do it every Monday. We need to do this every day of the week and just really brainwash people into thinking about guns in a vastly different way. It is time that we have bold actions and a bold agenda. Over 90% of the American people think we have to get assault weapons off the street, period. And we have to get buybacks and get them out of their basements. Everyone up here favors an assault weapon ban. Everyone up here favors magazine limitations, which by the way, would have made a huge difference. We can ban the weapons of war. It's about ending the sales of assault weapons into our communities. Those weapons of war were designed to kill people as effectively and as efficiently as possible. They should belong on the battlefield and not in our communities. But I also believe that a lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. By the way, you can't own the following weapons, period. They cannot be sold anymore. Like, if you're going to take people's guns away, wait till you get elected, then take the guns away. <laughs> Don't tell them ahead of time. Which, by the way, that's what, that's what people like me think you're going to do. <laughs> All right, so that was off of Infowars. You want to hear more? And final. You want to hear more disinformation, misinformation? Here, here's more. Give me time because I'm using my phone and I'm pulling this up. Here's more. You'll love this one if it's still even on here. Here's more. 
misinformation. Listen to this one. Listen, this is it. Yeah, this is it. Listen to this one. something out okay i mean you set up a good credit guy right i mean hey wait my dog is in there no don't take my dream <laughs> oh how did this happen <laughs> hardman is that you been a long time since the fourth grade Time machine. There's no need to concern yourself with my stamp. There's not much time. I gotta go down to the bank and get my life back. They took everything. Oh, bank ain't gonna help you now. Towel in the truck. Extra set of balls. Put them on. You're gonna need them. You're gonna get my dream back? No, pal. You are. I'm here to show you how. <laughs> Submitted for your approval. One, First National Bank. What is a bank, you ask? A curious place where both space, time, and irony exist. And yet, don't. Are uh, you going to be doing that the whole time? Pay attention, Kyle. Exhibit A, those who have come to deposit and safely store their earned monies. Exhibit B, those who need to borrow said money for purposes unknown. Hey, that's me! Ergo. Exhibit C. The bank only has so much money in the vault to lend out to people such as you. Hey, hey, that's the guy. He took my house. Really screwing my vibe here, pile. Space-time continuum. He can't hear you. Just let me narrate. Now, where was I? <clears throat> so you see, by the time he got to you, pile, his bank was out of money. But he gave me lots of money and charged me a lot of interest. Yes, that's the only way banks make money. By making debt loans, debt equals money pile. Remember that. Debt equals money. The more loans they make, the more money they make. But if they don't have any money, then where did my money come from? You're going to want to take a step back, pile. 
Whoa! No way! Yes way. And that's nothing. Hey, buddy. Need some money? They didn't do that! Oh, they did exactly that, pile. Remember, banks make money by making loans, by selling debt, even to... bad credit risks. Yo, have some money, dude. Just sign here. Oh my gosh! Mmm, they called it free money. Yeah, that's exactly what my loan guy told me. Free money! But it ain't free! The worst power was offering money to people who don't even need it. People power like you. You're right. I didn't need him. I was happy here. I didn't need it. Why is he sad? He's making all that money. Shh. He's thinking. Now wait for it. Wait for it. Bingo. See, the bank is loaned to everyone in town. But to make more money, they have to loan even more. More? How much money do they need? More. Oh, what's that? Behold, a black horse riding. Credit card. I mean, it's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. What now? Now, with pie with all this money, we might as well party. Oh, this is awesome. I needed to get my head clear. When I get back, I'm gonna straighten all this out. I just hope Dream is doing okay. I'm <laughs> I'm going to get you, my pretty. Yep, he is. I'm sure he is. <clears throat> you put it on his tab. Know something for yourself. Wait. You know, wait a second, Harmon. I, I just thought of something. If I got this money from the bank, and the bank got it from the Federal Reserve dump tracks, go on. Then where does the Federal Reserve get their money? Real nice time, ladies. Real nice. Excuse me while I borrow you. Say, Hartman, why am I wearing a burglar bikini top? Because no one is allowed inside the Fed. Not you, not me, no American citizen, no duly elected member of our Congress, not the Supreme Court. Not the Supreme Court? Not the Supreme Court, not the Justice Department, not the CIA, DIA, FBI, ATF, ATE, NBC, not even G. O-D. How come the government isn't allowed inside its own building? Government? Ah, the Fed is a private bank owned by private stockholders. Do not let the name Federal fool you. This play is about as Federal as Federal Express. A, -a, -a private bank? But private? Shh. Just to keep your voice down, Bob. This is Ethan, Federal Reserve. Hey, Ethan, Bill here, First National. Hi there, Bill. How are you? Good, good. We're running a little low on money. No problem. How much you need? Oh, how does 20 million sound? What? Excellent. We'll ship it over first thing tomorrow. Wait, 
he can just call up the Fed and ask for more money and they give him whatever they want? No, pal. The Fed don't give the banks money. The Fed loans the banks money. The banks have to pay it back with interest. Now, come on, time to go. Wait, 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 wait. I still don't understand. Where does the Fed get their money? I mean, if they're a private bank. You said they're a private bank, right? Okay, so who puts money into the Fed bank? This is Mel, United States Mint. Hi, ML. First National needs another 20 millies. We're already running the presses full steam here, Ethan. Gotta keep making loans. Gotta keep the money flowing. All right, you're the Fed. Whatever you guys say. 20 million more by morning. But I don't get it. What's so wrong about the Fed printing money? Because it's unconstitutional, pile. Our treasury is supposed to create our money, but now the Fed controls the printing of America's money. Nobody gets a friggin' dollar that the Fed didn't print. So, they print the money, then they loan it to the government, then they charge the government interest, then the government taxes you to pay for it. Wake up, pal! God, I don't see what the big deal is. You know you're right, pal. Wait a minute. Wait, I am? Yeah. I forget how effective they are at keeping you ignorant. Well, it's okay. Hey, I'm not ignorant. Do you even know what money is, Pa? In the long, long ago, people bought it. They traded things they had for things they wanted. I'll trade you my raspberries for that there pot pie. Uh, I don't want your berries. Come on, Pa. Sweet berries. They're not sweet, they're old, and I don't like berries. Give me that pot pie! No! As you can see, this modern situation created some problems. Then one day, a goldsmith walked up and said, Now, everybody thinks gold is valuable, so why doesn't everybody trade gold for things they need? A price was set for gold, and now it was very easy to conduct commerce because people could trade gold for all the things they needed. <laughs> Hartman! Wow, look at all my gold! Hey! Hey, stop them! That's my gold! Damn, thieves! Say there, pile. I've got a vaulted cigar. I can keep your gold safe for you. For a small fee. Yeah, sure, that'd be awesome. You see, pile, this is how the first bank made money. There you go, pile. I owe you 100 gold coins. Okay, great! Come back anytime and redeem your gold when you want it. It'll be right here, in my vault. Now you're holding the very first paper money pile. Wow, this is great. It all makes sense. Oh, that's right. It was good, and everybody started using IOUs because everybody knew the IOU was as good as gold. Wow, this candy is really a good price. One IOU. <laughs> I'm getting some more for later. Hey, wait a minute. It was just one IOU. Ten IOUs for chocolate? You can't just raise prices like that. Oh, the candy man can. Oh, the candy man can. Wait, that is just freaking wrong. It's called inflation, pile. It makes your IOUs worth less and less until they are worth nothing. Less bang for the buck. Dollar ain't what it used to be. But I worked hard and I baked all those pot pies. Now I have to work harder to make less? That's not fair. Oh, if you think that's not fair, you're going to love the next part. What's he doing? How do banks make money, pal? Uh, by making more loans. Oh, that's right. He's good. 
See, he prints more IOUs without any more gold, loans them out for interest, makes a pretty penny, and nobody is the wiser. Unless everybody wanted their gold back at the same time. No, 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 no. Th that's my gold. Not anymore. What are you talking about? I'd like to redeem my IOUs, please. Thank you very much. Hey! I want my gold back now! Thief! Thief! Gotta love the bank run. Bringing people together. See, they all found out he was stealing. Made a run of the bank and demanded their gold. But as you can see, they ain't no gold to get. Hartman! Don't worry, pal. Back in these times, vengeance won't be yours. Three things in this world you don't do. Never mess with another man's woman. Never mess with another man's ego. And most importantly, you never mess with another man's money. Else, a man will mess with you. My God! You hung him? Yes, pal. Oh, we hung him. We hung him high. And do you know why? Because he was a thief? Because, pile, an evil invention was born. Man discovered how to turn worthless paper into gold. Thus was invented the ultimate machine to steal real money and enslave all the nations on Earth. It's alive! Oh, now, come on. You're just being dramatic. I, I mean, I lost my house, but... What is that? Explain. A nuclear power plant? Mm-hmm. Produces lots of electricity and little pollution. An invention for the good of humanity. Okay, but what's this have to do with... Three, two... Holy atomic energy! A discovery more powerful than anything man had yet conceived. It can be used for good or evil. Now, unlike Einstein, the goldsmith's discovery has been kept a closely guarded secret. It was never intended for you to see. This discovery is called fractional reserve banking. In the wrong hands, it's more powerful than the nuclear bomb in its ability to completely and utterly destroy a nation who is subjected to its aversion. No, 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 no. It is time we stop this evil secret and the men behind it from being ridiculous before America is destroyed forever. Believe it, Pat. No, 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 I just want my dog back. Damn it. That's it. I give up. Let them live in chance. No, Arden. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Thomas Jefferson? Mr. President, how do I get him to understand? As we did, son, remain vigilant. Too many have hidden the truth and the light of our liberty dims with every passing day. Quickly, take my horse. Show him. Wait, show me what? Where are we going? Stallion of Liberty! Right on the Holy Wind! Oh, where are we? Battle of Waterloo! Hold on, we gotta get through! A money machine! There it is! Hey! Is that the same people? Rich banker men from Germany flying under the banner of the Red Sheep. They finance both sides of the war. We must hurry! That's him, the Red Shield Courier! Shoot him! No! I'm not shooting anyone. Damn it, huh? What? He beat everyone back with the news of the war and told England that Napoleon won. 
The Red Shield backers in London pretended that England was doomed and started selling their English stocks. The English went into a selling frenzy to get rid of worthless English money. But the English won, right? Of course they won. But it was a trick by Red Shield. They waited until the stocks plummeted to pennies and then bought England back for nearly nothing. What? They did that? How? When the English leaders found out, they had no choice but to give themselves over to the Red Shield. Their money was gone, and they were slaves to the Red Shield war debt. Since that time, the English have been paying their national taxes directly to the Red Shield private bankers. The people have no idea. But the bankers bragged about what they did to us, laughing at us all the way to the bank. Why, it's the best business I've ever done. If I can control a nation's wealth, I cannot who makes its laws. Oh, is this what Jefferson wanted to show me? No, Look. They're in America, too? The Red Shield Banks are here, Pop. Seeking a way to conquer our American dream. The dream you have, Pop. A dream of free men. They tried to take over our country many times and failed because Jefferson and the Patriots vowed to stop the evil tyrants at all costs. By authority of eternal God, he would not let the bankers win again. To preserve our independence, we must not let our rulers load us with perpetual debt. We must make our choice between economy and liberty or profusion and servitude. Wow. I place economy among the first and most important of Republican virtues, and public debt is the greatest of the dangers to be feared. It is incumbent on every generation to pay its own debts as it goes. We must have a central bank to secure this country's finances. If the American people ever allow private banks to control the issue of their money, first by inflation and then by deflation, the banks and corporations that will grow up around them will deprive the people of their property until their children will wake up homeless on the very continent their fathers conquered. Jefferson, you're mad. This country will have a central bank. Who's that? America's first Secretary of Treasury. Alexander Hamilton? Not for long. Aaron Burr, Thomas Jefferson's vice president. They didn't take too kindly to our first sick treasury. Sweet shot, Burr. The first attempt at a central bank only lasted 20 years and we shut it down. But the bankers tried again against all hickory President Andrew Jackson. You are a den of vapors and thieves. I intend to rout you out, and by the eternal God, I will rout you out. After surviving an assassination attempt, Jackson finally defeated the bank in 1836. When asked what was the greatest accomplishment in his life, Old Hickory replied, I killed the bank. And those were his last words. I killed the bank. And with real money backed with real gold, our country experienced the greatest boom in any nation's history. Oh, it was beautiful. Wow. But the bankers, greedy for more power and wealth, were concocting their most ambitious plan yet to once and for all take control of the finances of the United States. In 1910, a secret meeting was held at the J.P. Morgan estate on Jekyll Island off the coast of Georgia. This meeting was so secretive so concealed from government and public knowledge that the 10 attendees used 
code names. I am clearly the richest man, so I should be the one to run the super secret central bank. I own all the oil in America. I'm clearly richer than you will ever be, hula girl. I should run the super secret central bank. You're nothing compared to me, Lube Job. I shall run the secret bank. Silence. Supreme Master Leader, I didn't know you were going to be here. I'm not. Neither are you, dumbass. Oh, yeah, right, right. He's so smart. None of you shall run the bank. We have failed in the past because of openness. This time, the key to success is secrecy. The people must believe that they run the bank. Yes, brilliant. A sneak attack. What's the plan? We first create panic. Then we show them the solution. With our man in office and well-planned timing, we will have our central bank. And so the people think it is theirs. We shall christen it federal. The Federal Reserve. <laughs> they struck on December 23rd, 1913. When most of our Congress were at home eating fruitcake, these bastards, I mean bankers, presented their treasonous act to their newly elected accomplice, Woodrow Wilson, who had fortuitously already agreed to sign it before he was even elected. Wait, the IRS? I thought we always had the IRS. No, pile. They did this to us, too. The Fed now has the exclusive power to print America's money. They loan this money to our banks and our government at interest, putting immediate debt on our own money, printing more and more, so each dollar they print becomes worth less than the one before. <laughs> What in the hell is that? That is how our government now must pay back these debts to the Fed. Your taxes did not go to your government. They don't? It's the greatest theft in human history. But, okay, I mean, I sort of get what you're saying, but it's also confusing. And really, Hartman, I don't see how it affects me at all. If I had more money, none of this would have happened. Are we? 1955? Wow, what are we doing here? Oh, a little bit of shopping. Here, hold this. Down on the gas? 23 cents. Postage stamp? 3 cents. Elsa Gold? $35. Hot baby. Priceless. Best be getting back. Hey, Hartman! I need my car, man! Oh, was that Michael J? Yeah, he'll be fine. Now, Pyle, would you agree that you have the same exact things you had in 1955? Yeah, one stamp, one gallon of gas, one ounce of gold, and one home. Wow, we just made a lot of money. Right, 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 right. Hey! Gotta pay your taxes. Bet it's nice to have made all that money. Wait! That isn't fair. Now I actually have less money. I, I can't even go buy the things I just sold. The IRS and the Fed's inflation work together, pile. They aren't just taxing gain. They are taxing their inflation. You are no richer than you were in 1955. Now, does that sound fair or American to you? Yeah, but I mean, who doesn't hate taxes? I hate the IRS anyway. Pile. 
The higher they make the inflation, the more your money they take. It's thievery. You're not paying taxes on any more. You are paying taxes on the same. And now you have less. They take our property away right in front of our eyes, just like Thomas Jefferson said they would. What's that? They found us. Quick, my sword. What sword? We don't need your banking machine. I'll condemn you to die, damn it. We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. What's happening? Where am I? I believe perhaps you understand now, Bob, but you are afraid. JFK, Hartman, what does this have to do with my house and my dog? Oh, okay, that's enough. I, I want to go home now. This is the last president to stand up to the Fed. You must see. On June 4, 1963, President Kennedy signed Executive Order 11110. This executive order empowered the U.S. Treasury to issue real money without the Fed. It would have worked. Kennedy's plan to dismantle the Federal Reserve machine had begun. But six months later, John F. Kennedy went to Dallas and never returned. No way. No way they could do that. The new president, Lyndon Johnson, threw out Kennedy's order. Since JFK, no president has dared confront the secret powers behind the Federal Reserve. They consolidate bigger and bigger banks, print more and more money accountable to no one, decimating our nation's wealth for the benefit of a few. Why? Why do this? If they hurt us, it hurts the global bankers too. No, file. They are protected. They are too big to fail but i'm not those sons of bitches mm. sons of bitches all the day was cold the wind sharp and strong but we were determined the bankers and their parasites had us vastly outnumbered, but their hubris made them weak. Not like us. Not like this band of immortals we have assembled. We have come to take back our... Hardman? Is that... My dog. Oh, shit. And the inevitable. The Money Kings could ignore us no longer. They sent an emissary, a cog in their machine of greed, to bring about our submission. Hank Paulson. Hardman, this is blasphemy. We own the corners of the Earth. It is futile to challenge us. Oh, I've seen that look before. That of a predator taking in the scent of its prey. Bold, fearless. The look of a free man. You have come far, Hartman. Farther than most. Be smart now. Join us. We will bring you money, power, everything you want. You can be one of us. If you will kneel. 
you're a madman. We're offering you everything. What do you think this is? This is America! Okay, so that was a good half hour of not misinformation because it's being um, by people by people in comments in the chat room. It's being misinterpreted that that is misinformation. It's not. That is about the misinformation that is been exploited for decades, if not a century. If you really want misinformation, this video, which I'm shocked is still, it's cartoon is on YouTube. It's called the collapse of the American dream explained in animation. And it is happening right now. So there is more misinformation y'all just got to do your homework but when i'm accused of misinforming people it's like really i'm misinforming people here listen to this that the federal reserve is part of the government no they're not they're private bankers And not to mention when they took the time travel back into the 1950s and bought a gallon of gas, a house, and an ounce of gold. And then they traveled back in time forward. And all, of course, that appreciated, but it didn't appreciate. It was increased by inflation, which you're taxed on. So then you got to pay taxes on that gain, which is inflationary. That's more misinformation. You should only be taxed on your income through wages. The rest of it should not be taxed because if you're going to tax me on inflation or if you're going to tax me on gains and capital gains of inflationary levels, for instance, I pay a hundred grand for my house and over a period of 30, 40 years, it, appreciates to half a million, but it's not appreciation. It's inflation. You're going to tax me on 400 grand, right? Okay. But what about, what about the inflationary cost? This is all about purchasing power, but they spin it and call it inflation. So when you post a capital gain, they don't call it inflation. Okay. They call it a capital gain as income. So you're taxed on that, but it's really inflation because you're losing your purchasing power. So if it's losing your purchasing power, that should be a tax deduction. This 
inflationary capital gains is misinformation. I know this is hard to understand, but that's what it is. How much has milk gone up? How much has meat gone up? How much has gas gone up? Quite a bit, right? Gasoline, at least 100%. That's inflation. That is losing your purchasing power. And you can't make any more money as a wage earner. So it costs you more money. If it costs you more money, that is a cost and therefore should be deductible. Right? Do you get it? Well, my gas bills for me to live have doubled, at least, at least doubled. I'm being nice. So therefore, since my purchasing power has diminished and it's costing me more money to maintain my same standard of living, I should be able to duct that loss because they tax you when your house quote unquote appreciates, which is really inflationary. So you pay taxes because it went up higher, not because your purchasing power increased, it actually decreased. So the value of the house went up in numbers, but the value went down. So therefore you're taxed on that. That is misinformation. I can explain this very simply. Since the beginning of time, an ounce of gold has bought a man's suit. Okay. So go back as far as you want to go back in years. How much, how many dollars is in an ounce of gold? And that would buy you a suit. I think gold is around 1800 bucks an ounce. I don't know. I can bet any amount of money that you go to buy a suit, it's going to cost you 1800 bucks. When gold was a hundred dollars an ounce, it would buy you a suit. So gold retained your purchasing power, but in dollars, Would you rather pay taxes on a hundred dollars to buy a suit or $1,800 to buy a suit and pay taxes on that? Do you understand what I am saying? But no, you don't see that kind of horse shit or monkey shit on anything. Do you? Because people don't get it. Am I, am I explaining myself in understandable terms? Yes or no? Do you get it?
And then I do a show and I bring up 2000 mules and that's misinformation. Oh, there's no inflation. It's transitory. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Okay. When inflation comes and it's nothing more than printing more money. Okay. When rich people are rich and inflation comes, they just make more money because they have more money because it's sitting there. So a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars, whatever the inflationary rate is, that's how much more money they make. Cause it's just sitting there. So they can, they make a, they have a million dollars and it's sitting there and inflation is 20%. Now they got 1.2 million. Do you get it? And then when a business is affected by inflation, do they absorb that inflationary cost? No, they pass it on to the customer that is shown in the stores in gasoline pumps right now. Okay. Now let's go to us peasants. What happens when inflation hits you? Can you ask for a raise? Can you ask for a 20% raise? Can you ask for a hundred percent raise? No. You have to absorb it. If you have to absorb that purchasing power loss, then you should be able to deduct that. Yes or no? Yes, but you can't. But if your house is 300 grand and it goes up as a peasant to 600 grand, and when you go to sell it because of inflation, you're going to pay taxes on a 300% gain. That's bullshit. So when inflation helps you as a peasant on assets. That's good, but you're penalized. But when you're trying to live paycheck to paycheck, you are punished. But that's not what you hear. All oh, this is transitory. This is this, this is that really. Oh, don't worry about it. Everything will be fine. Really? That's not misinformation. That thing that I played is 11 years old. And I think it's older than that because what woke me up was the 2008 meltdown. 2008 was 14 years ago. Maybe that is 11 years old. Let's just say it is. When I saw that, I'm like, holy shit. But you all just want to sit there and just take this crap and not say anything. Oh, that's just the way it is. Well, of course I have to pay taxes and you should pay taxes on my house 
that I paid a hundred grand for and now it's 300 grand. Yeah. It's a capital gain, which is mostly inflationary. Okay, fine. You pay taxes on it. But when gas goes from two bucks a gallon to four bucks a gallon, which is a hundred percent increase in cost to you, you should be able to write that off, but no, you can't. That is misinformation because inflation cuts both ways. If you have money and you have assets, it will quote unquote appreciate capital gain because of inflation. But when you're a peasant living paycheck to paycheck and you don't have assets and gasoline costs you from two bucks a gallon to four bucks a gallon, that hurts your livelihood and purchasing power, which is the truth, but you're told it's transitory or you're told it's this, or you're told it's that that's misinformation, but they allow that to continue. Don't they? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? It, it's counterintuitive. It's like you have a retirement fund. This is not financial advice. You have an IRA, 401k, whatever. Oh, look at that. It's going up. It's a million. It's two million. The stock, stock market's going up. Oh my God, we got all kinds of money. What happens when bread costs you a thousand bucks a loaf? And then your house appreciates quote unquote, because of inflation. Oh, look, honey, you know, we paid a hundred thousand dollars for this house. It's worth a half a mil. Let's sell it. And if you don't roll that into another house within two years, you're going to get taxed on it. But gas went from two bucks to four bucks. If you're a peasant like me and don't have a house and don't have assets that are quote unquote appreciating through inflation, which you're going to be taxed on. And if you're going to be taxed on gas and food and electric and everything to live just to live, and that is an increase in cost because of your lack of purchasing power because of inflation. You should be able to deduct that, but you can't. Does that, does, does that make any sense? I need to know, does that make any sense? Because somebody in the stream, stream yard chat rooms like, well, you really suck at this, you know, this and that you're high. You can read it. Just read that. And you're not answering any of my questions because you're not listening. This is so, this is a magic trick. And you're asking me to explain a magic trick when it's right in front of you, when it's all misinformation. 
So YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and all these people can sit there and give strikes against Freedom Revolution Network, against the original Red Pill Show, against everything, and do this and do that to get you to shut up when it's right in front of you like the Wizard of Oz and there's a man behind the curtain pulling all these levers, but they won't tell you that. Oh, you're just crazy. You're this, you're that. Really? That is a cartoon on YouTube. I am sharing. Go watch it. Once, twice, 10 times to understand what's going on. We've all been bamboozled, fooled, lied to, misinformed since... I don't even want to say probably since the Federal Reserve Act of 1911, definitely when Nixon severed the gold standard in 1971, TARP, COVID, the stimulus checks for COVID, and now we're giving $14 billion to Ukraine. Is you're paying $4.50 for gas that you can't write off? And grocery bills that are costing you $100, $200, $300 a month? Do the math. If you have a vehicle in American dollars, conservatively, 400 bucks a month for the truck payment, car payment, 100 bucks a month for insurance. And you're probably filling up at least twice a month, or sorry, twice a month, twice a week, twice a week. At a minimum, a minimum of let's say 70 bucks. 70 times two is 140 times four which is approximately 500 something bucks. So you got $400 truck payment, $100 insurance and $400 fuel bill. You are paying a thousand dollars a month to drive. Oh, but everything's going to be fine. And is you know, we need to drive electrical vehicles to save the planet. There's, there's not going to be an economy left, man. And this isn't transitory. This is all smoke and mirrors and misinformation because the government printed too much fucking money, period. Period. And you and I are paying for it. But it's under the guise of, oh, well, it's this and that, whatever, and everything else. And smoke and mirrors, Wizard of Oz, bullshit. So one strike against Freedom Revolution Network, one, two strikes against Freedom Revolution Network. The second strike is because of me, because I brought up 2000 Mules, which I think everybody should go see. That's all I said. Well, that's misinformation. Oh, it is? 
But don't worry about $4.50 a gallon of gas. Don't worry about $4 for a dozen fucking eggs. Don't worry about four bucks for a gallon of fucking milk. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about your house, quote unquote, appreciation, appreciation, appreciating, sorry, which is nothing more than inflationary from, oh, gee, look at that, honey. We paid a hundred grand. It's worth a half a mil, which you're going to pay taxes on. Don't worry about any of that. Don't worry about the supply chain because 30 years ago, greedy corporations decided to, here's misinformation. Oh, here's the third strike. Greedy corporations didn't want to pay Americans a livable wage. So you know what? Fuck you. We're going to go ship your job to Mexico. Remember that? Remember downsizing? Oh, Americans don't want to work. Bullshit. Bullshit. You want higher profits to lower wages to make your balance sheet look better. So you're going to go to a third world country and pay these people pennies on the dollar with our American jobs. Don't believe me? Why don't you look at Detroit? where they took all the auto manufacturing jobs and shipped them to Mexico. And Flint, Michigan turned into a shithole, not to, not to mention Detroit. Oh, that's misinformation. Oh, really? Okay. No, that's fact. Putting generations of Americans busting their ass living in a town in Michigan for a big manufacturer to make fucking cars. Oh, well, you know, your retirement plan and this and that, that's costing us too much money on the balance sheet. There's too many liabilities. We're going to have to do something about that. We're going to have to ship your job to fucking Mexico. Oh, misinformation, bullshit. That's the truth. So then it goes from Mexico to dealing with China, a communist country, dare I say. In equality or very comparable analogy to Hitler and the Nazis, would we do business with them back in the 1940s? I don't think so, but again, that's misinformation, but you know, nonetheless, we got to keep the balance sheet strong and shareholders happy and Americans are just making way too much money because of inflation actually. So we pass the inflation to the other countries around the world, Mexico, Vietnam, China, where you have slave labor camps making fucking phones that you pay a thousand bucks for. Misinformation. That's not true, right? No, that's not true. And then China, from what we're told, releases accidentally the COVID-19 fucking virus, which has global, global economy 
damage. I didn't do it. They did it. They did not. Where's our elected officials to protect our ass from bullshit like that? Because that's their job to protect the American citizens. Is it not? Misinformation. That's not true. Oh, okay. We didn't elect them to do the will of the people. I don't remember ever seeing anything. We're going to ship your job to Mexico or China. They just snuck that in. Misinformation. And look where, look where we're at now. So the answer to COVID-19, according to the government, is to print more money, which causes more inflation. And you still don't have your job or you lost half of your savings, if not all, to fall back on because we had piss poor leadership because by what we were told, the Chinese let this virus loose and locked everything down and shut everything down. When you shut everything down, there's no economy, there's no income. Everything stops except the bills. The bills and the debt and the interest do not stop. Somebody has to pay for that. Misinformation. Really? No, that's simple math in business and finance and how money works. And it affected everybody in this world and you all fucking fall for it. Then, well, you can't go to work unless you get a vaccination. Oh, an MRNA vaccination that doesn't meet the requirements and definition of not alone, all the testing and everything, the definition of a vaccine to create antibodies. No, it's a genetic mutation that the owner himself or the creator of the MRNA virus vaccine was for cancer. All oh, it's misinformation. <laughs> okay. And it's also misinformation that allegedly it causes myocarditis, heat, heat strokes. That would be better strokes, high blood pressure and everything else. No, that's misinformation. It is. Hmm. How stupid are you? And the truth or the answer to that question is you're not, you're trusting. You don't have time to watch these assholes undermine you and betray you and sell you out because you're trying to provide for you and your family because the way the Republic and the democracy is set up is you vote for the people that you want in there. And they're going to do their fucking job looking out for you. And they don't. Misinformation. That's bullshit. That's not true. Oh, really? Hmm. Then why is everything so 
fucked up. Why does a person that that holds the highest position in the land, not to mention the world, and has to defend themselves for four years of Russian collusion? Misinformation? Really? Hmm. Why does a movie come out, 2,000 Mules, and with proof beyond a shadow of a doubt, sheds the light on shenanigans? That would be very nice. Don't let misinformation. It is. Why don't you go watch the movie and make up your own mind? Like I did. I'm not telling you how to think. I'm not telling you what it is. Go watch the fucking movie. Oh, it's misinformation. It is. Hmm. I I don't know what else to do anymore. I, I, I really don't. But I can tell you this. When someone punches me in the face, I punch him back. And this is my punch back. I got comments by, I'm not even going to say because I don't blame her. Because if I heard this bullshit, I would say the same thing. And right away, right away with the division. I'm going all the way to the top. In the chat room. And I can tell you that this person is not awake. First comment, what the hell's going on? And I said, misinformation. Are you just watching TV? No. Then what am I listening to? This just sounds like ad rolls. And I said, it's not. When does it get entertaining? And I said, I'm not here to entertain you. Not today. It's boring still, and I'm confused. No shit. Are you trying to be incoherent? I don't get the style you're going for. That's what she says. And I said, no. And I said, listen, this sounds like a fever dream, she says. And she says, I am listening. I go, this is the truth. She says, I don't know what's going on. This is like third grade politics mixed with family guy joke cuts. I'm so confused. Is this supposed to be funny? I say no. She says, then why is it hilarious? Is this truth or misinformation? I'm confused. I say it is misinformation disguised as humor. But it's really not misinformation. It's exposing misinformation. So I could see the confusion. So it isn't the truth, she says. And I go, yes. But it is the truth, but it's exposing the non-truth. So that I can see where this is. there's a disconnect. I, I really can. Because I'm, 
I'm to the point where I'm so awake that I could see right through this crap and people that are not awake cannot see through it. So I, I have to put myself back into the slumber of awakening, which is 2008. And then she says, you just said this is misinformation. And I go, it's proving it misinformation. And she's like, what? And I go, listen, she goes, who runs the banks? And I go, listen. And she goes, tell me who, who won't, why won't you answer any of my questions? You're hiding the truth from me. No, I'm not. This is answering them. I said, she goes, no, it isn't. You're bad at this. And then Darren goes, yeah, I get it. <clears throat> so there's the disconnect between, between people being awake and not being awake. And recognizing misinformation. And when somebody, them, we, going back to last night's episode, instead of we, it's they, them, us, whatever. It's under the guise of misinforming you for acquiescing or acquiescence and compliance and everything is just perfectly fucking fine. And when people start pointing out things, they're misinforming you. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to close the show. I understand. I, I, I do. I understand because before I woke up in 2008, none of this stuff, none of it, it went from the Illuminati to just countless people oligarchs, people in power, blah, 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 blah. All the cast of characters, I'm not even going to name them. I'm like, this bullshit. This is the United States of America. It doesn't go beyond the president. How stupid was I? And then when the meltdown came in 2008, I'm like, oh, okay. So there's going to be a reset, which is a common term now, back in 2008. And the government's going to send everybody checks for X amount of dollars. And capitalism is going to rule. And let's just say every, every citizen gets $10,000. You can do whatever you want. And wherever you spend your money, that is going to dictate who stays in business, including banks, including car manufacturers and everything of the kind. And that didn't happen because the government gave the money to the people they think should survive. That is not capitalism. That is fascism. So I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then, I was having problems financially because money got so tight because basically the housing bubble popped 
and I was dumb enough to buy a second house in Vegas for 300 grand, which went down to $99,000. And I'm like, well, why am I going to hang on to this? So I called the bank and they go, well, get behind in three payments in three months, 90 days, and we'll help you. So I did, and it destroyed my credit. And I said, okay, I did what you told me to do. Now what? They go, we can't help you. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. I swear to God, this is true. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. The house is in pre-foreclosure. You told me to get behind in my credit, in my payments, so you could help me. And now you're telling me you can't help me. They lied to me. Then it cost us $14,000 to get the house out of pre-foreclosure. Mind you, in the beginning of a meltdown in 2008, the house went from 300 grand to $99,000 in a few years. But all the banks and all the friends of the fucking government and all that got bailed out. And they're the ones that caused it in the first place because they let loans go to people that shouldn't have got them. No dock, no down payment. And the houses kept going up and up and up. And then they got a home equity loan. And then when reality hit, they all scattered like cockroaches. And you and I had to pay the price. <clears throat> that is not misinformation. So I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Why did all these people that caused the problem get bailed out? When the government and regulations and all these financial people are supposed to watch out for us so this doesn't happen. And it did. And you and I got fucked. The government or the banks didn't get stuck with houses. And even if they did, they could take them and sell them again and they would make a 30-year mortgage on a property and get paid three to five times of what the market was. <clears throat> if you don't believe me, look at an amortization table. So the banks always win and the peasants always lose. That's misinformation. No, that's the truth. And that's bullshit. Where's my bailout? But bailouts don't do anything. Because you know what bailouts teach you? Is you're just going to get bailed out again. Because there's no accountability. Now, did some go bankrupt or did get dissolved? Of course they did. But not all of them. You got big banks and financial industries shorting the prices of silver and gold. That is affecting your purchasing power. That's not misinformation. That's true. And don't even get me into cryptocurrency and Bitcoin because that's the biggest threat to these assholes anyway because there's nothing they can do about it. Oh, that's misinformation. <laughs> okay. So when are you going to wake up? When, when are you going to wake up? And then when I say things, not only do I get strikes and this, and this network get strikes for misinformation, I get comments like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. 
Really? When are you going to do your own homework and step back and wake up and really realize what's going on? Are you going to? Do you want to? Do you really think the government gives two flying fucks about you whether you live or die tomorrow? Do you really think this whole Second Amendment crap, it's very clear, the right to bear arms and should not be infringed. Technology doesn't matter. You should be able to have a nuclear bomb in a silo on your fucking property because that is what technology is now, or a hypersonic missile. Well, the only reason you would need that is to kill people. No shit. Do you know why the United States of America has not been invaded on foot by an enemy? Take a guess. It's called the Second Amendment. Do you know why our government hasn't turned against us and turned into a dictatorship and told us this is what you're going to do? Because we have the right to bear arms. The Second Amendment is to protect the country from foreign and domestic enemies. Period. Period. And shall not be infringed. Oh, no, that's misinformation. <laughs> okay. Is it really? If you were China or you were even Russia, and the only way you could win a war against the United States of America is on foot coming to our shores and marching your army into this country. But by the way, every American citizen will have the equivalency of your troops and firearms to deter you and stop you. Would you invade this country? Yes or no? Oh, that's misinformation. No, it's not. You would be an idiot to invade this country with its citizens having the same firepower as you. And the thing is, you don't even know if they have it or not, which is even worse. But you can bet your ass you're not going to advance very far. And that is the whole essence of the Second Amendment. If you take away the technology advances in firearms to citizens of this country, you're opening the door for an invasion of a foreign enemy. Mark my words. I'm not even talking about fighting our government. I'm talking about Russia, China, and anybody else that wants to come in this fucking country and take it over because you would be a fool. Would you not? That's misinformation. <laughs> okay. No, that's common sense and logic. 
and military strategic plans. For the love of God, wake up. Because once freedom is gone, once your rights are taken away, you will never, ever get them back. Don't be misinformed. Don't be tribal. Don't be in groups. Do it for the benefit of mankind. It's the greatest country in the history of the world. And the power and the destiny of this country lies with the people. That's why they hate the First Amendment. And there's another point, and I'll shut up. They're in an order for a reason. Okay, now I wasn't there when they wrote them, but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. The First Amendment is the freedom of speech. Second Amendment is the right to bear arms. Which one do you think is more powerful? Because if the right to bear arms was more powerful than the freedom of speech, the Second Amendment would have been the First Amendment, would it not? It is more powerful to express your grievances to your government in your freedom of speech and say what your God-given right and First Amendment is than having a right to bear arms. Is it not? Because if it wasn't, Again, the Second Amendment would be the First Amendment, and the First Amendment would be the Second Amendment. So think about that, too. But I, I am fucking done with this horse shit. Monkey shit, monkey business, monkey pox, COVID-19, inflation, transitory, blah, 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 blah. Your job's getting exported in the country because Yong Long Dong will do it for less money than you will. And then you buy a fucking phone that costs them $50 to make and you pay a grand for it. And then your livelihood is diminished because of inflation, because the government thinks printing money gets you out of trouble when all it does is cost you more money, but it makes the rich richer. And then if you say anything, you're misinforming people. Come on. Come on. Why do you think I do this? Do you think I want to be right? You think I want to tell you what to do? No, it's the betterment inequality for all of mankind, not a certain group based on religion, income, race, creed, anything of the kind, status? No. This is about resolution for the betterment of all. But that doesn't seem to be the agenda 
for the people in power now, does it? I don't think so. Now, all I have in front of me is this microphone in my big fucking fat ass, not fat ass, my big smart ass mouth. But do I speak the truth? Is this reality? Is this a red pill or is this a blue pill? I don't know. Reality is perception. Truth is what you seek. And when you start seeking the truth and you hit a nerve with somebody, then you are banned violation of your first amendment as misinformation. Hmm. Mark my words every single day that goes by Joe Rogan, Alex Jones, Glenn Beck, me, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not in that realm. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying, but where you're trying to find the truth, you're not going to find it. And the only way you're going to find it is through bypassing all these assholes. Where was the misinformation when president Trump was being accused of Russian collusion? I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Forget about politics. The man was crucified for four years and none of it was true. But I can't come here and say, go watch 2000 mules. Oh no, that's misinformation. You can't say that. All right, I'm 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 done. I'm being redundant. I, I just you attack me and I'm gonna defend myself. And then there goes the adage of well, you're burning bridges. No, I'm not. I didn't start this fight. You did. You're hurting listeners in this network and violating their first amendment to listen, let alone express their grievances, which is part of the Constitution and Bill of Rights. And I'm just not going to sit here and let that happen. If you want to, it's your choice. And this isn't about siding or anti-government or choosing us, you know, choosing a side. This is about you, us, we collectively, mankind, to find the truth and let everybody pursue peace and happiness and call bullshit or monkey shit when it's happening. And I could go on and on and on, but I'm not going to. It's an hour and 50 minutes, and that's enough. So look at this. So I'm assuming you people in Podbean um, definitely got notified. And um, thank you for joining. 
but I mean, this is, you know, like Alex Jones says, I don't look at him like a God or anything, but it, it's like, if you want to fight, you got to fight. Are you just going to sit here and let people pound you into submission when they're violating your rights, which is given by God in the U.S. Constitution? Your Fourth Amendment's already gone. Just try taking a flight. What did you do? I didn't do anything. Why the fuck are you searching my shit when I'm just trying to get on a goddamn plane to go visit my family? I didn't do anything. Again, the government failed in protecting the people. Period. All that's misinformation. <laughs> okay. I guess when, when accountability in the light is shine on people that didn't do their job, of course, of course, that's what they're going to say. You're misinforming people. No, I'm not. We were failed to be protected from 9-11, COVID, now the fucking monkeypox crap, and on and on and on. And if you say people are not doing their job, you're misinforming people. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Do your homework, please. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to Alex Jones, Glenn Beck, Joe Rogan, anybody else. Don't listen to these people. Do your homework and find the truth for yourself. And have the group think of we, not they, not us. Well, look what they're doing to us. No, that ain't going to work. Look what's happening to we, all of us, mankind. And try to come up with solutions to fix this. Instead of saying, that's misinformation. Strike one. You can't talk anymore. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna solve everything. Sure it is. The beatings will continue until morale improves. What a great management strategy. That that works every time. So you people decide. Because there might be a day. If I get silenced, it will be my decision. And I just might disappear. And I'm not looking for to be a leader or a guide or tell you what to do. I'm telling you, you need to be your own leader. And you need to do what you need to do for you and for we. And that is how this stuff is going to get fixed. Regardless of name calling, labeling, silencing, strikes, misinformation, whatever label or abuse of power you want to be still on us peasants. Because us peasants have the power, not you. In one of those powers, and the very first, more important, most important one is freedom 
of speech. So wake the fuck up before it's too late. Don't go out and buy guns and bullets and this and that and everything else. Talk. Open your fucking mouth. Start a podcast. Speak. Because if you don't, then we're going to have to fall on the Second Amendment. And that is not going to be good for anybody. Speak, listen, think, process. Don't be selfish. Don't be greedy. Don't be tribal. Don't be racist. Don't be judgmental. Because if you don't, we're all fucked. And then that's it. I'm done. I'm done with this fucking show. Sorry. Not, I mean, not totally. This episode. So I'm going to go. And for the people that don't understand, I'm not judging you. I totally understand that. Because you're probably in the mode of what's going on. I don't understand. And... I have 14 years on you and I understand I'm compassionate. I'm kind and I'm here. I don't do this for any other reason because of compassion and kindness, because I don't like seeing people being oppressed, fucked, taken advantage of and lied to. And then when you do have enough balls to do something. Oh, you got one strike, two strike, misinformation. Then everybody suffers. And it's an abuse of power. You should not fuck with the First Amendment. Or the Second Amendment or any of them for that matter. But they are. And then you comply. So I get it. And I just don't know what to say to you to wake you up other than go. The way I woke up is like, wait a minute. Why are these people getting bailed out and us peasants aren't? There's something wrong without blame. There's something wrong. What's wrong? And that opens up a whole Pandora's box. Or you can just keep taking the blue pill. Well, that's just the way it is and this and that and everything else. And the government would never screw us. And people with power would never screw us. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay. That is a myth. And take it from somebody that has lost everything except my freedom. And I'm not going to lose my rights. I don't care what anybody says. But I have lost all monetary, everything that I worked my entire life for. Not to mention my family and my dog and my pets and my possessions and everything else. And I don't want any empathy or sympathy. Because that's not the point. But some of you 
haven't experienced that yet. But you're going to. And there might be nothing you can do about it except be, except be mentally prepared for it. Because as Gerald Salente says, when Americans lose their stuff, they lose it. They lose everything. When they lose everything, they lose their mind is pretty much is what he's saying. And that's going to be you because you don't understand what's happening. And it's being taken away from you and you don't even see it. I have no answers. I cannot tell you what to do. Your journey is your journey and your path is your path. But for God's sake, try to figure out the truth. And calling people names and dividing us by color and income and political association and vaccinations and unvaccinations and monkey shit and this and that and lockdowns and all this other crap is not going to fix it. Only you can fix it. And I'm done. I'm, I'm tired. I'm just tired of preaching. I really am. I'm just getting sick of this shit. I just might disappear and move to the mountains and just say, fuck it all. Y'all are on your own. But you better wake up quick and you better open your mouth and you better do a show and you better start asking questions. And when you're accused of whatever, a racist, misinforming, misogynist, Democrat, Republican, whatever, whatever they can do to, to, to piss you off and divide us all. If you don't stand up, then that's what's going to happen. And they're going to run you over like a fucking truck. And this will be my final statement in this episode. If my granddaughter from this point in time until tomorrow, a month, five years, 10 years, and this country goes to hell, and my granddaughter comes up to me and she goes, why didn't you do anything? And I'm going to go, I did. But what I can't live with is I didn't do anything because I was afraid, because I was scared. That I can't live with. So you pick and choose your destiny. And I'm not saying go do something stupid or violent or revolt. Use the First Amendment. It is the most powerful weapon you have. Because if it comes to the Second Amendment, everybody loses. Nonviolence, conversation, communication, information, truth is what is going to fix all these problems. But if you're just going to lay down like a dog and let them run you over, 
then we lost. That's it. And I've lost everything. And you do not want that. Trust me. Because I don't think y'all can handle it. So you better stand up and fight now. Start a podcast, call in the show, write letters to your congressperson, respectively, representatives, senators, whatever, and say this is enough bullshit. Enough is enough. Use and exercise your First Amendment. Because if you don't, they're going to take that away too. So that's it. I'm done. Thanks for listening to me share the show. And uh, I'm out of here. So um, I hope it made sense. I hope I communicated to you what I've been trying to communicate for 14 years. But it's going to get to the point where it's just going to be, it's time for action and survival. Because when you are accused of misinformation, that's not good. That's an abuse of power. And you got to fight back. And um, it's your choice. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Thanks for listening to me. Share the show. And uh, thanks for listening. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show.